Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. It's the kid through strike, and I just jumped off the pool with dirty glove bastard. Right, so we got three stripes jumping off the porch with us today. How you feeling, bro? <laughs> I'm feeling good, man. Yeah, man. No, I appreciate you coming by. Go ahead and introduce who you got sitting behind you today as well, man. I got my dog, Flyboy Breeze. He went to school with me. Um, I got my cousin, Subu Poop. I got my OG with me. Okay. Yeah, That's okay. what's good, man. All right, so you visit us from Moultrie, right? Yeah, I'm from Moultrie, Georgia, 229. Okay. So I had a couple people from Moultrie come up here, man. But talk about like what life is like down there, man. Down there at Moultrie, man, it's just like everywhere else. But it's just a lot of hatred and a lot of goddamn niggas getting money down there. But niggas just be hating, you know what I'm saying? A lot of killing, drug dealing. It. Same thing they going everywhere up, but shit, you know. Yeah. I left Moultrie a long time ago. When I graduated high school, I left. Cause shit, I felt like it was the only way I was gonna be able to prosper in life, you know what I'm saying? Cause that shit was holding me back. For sure. Where'd you go after uh, high school then? Uh, when I graduated high school, I went to Savannah State. That's how I met him. Okay. And then I was at Savannah State. That didn't work out. But we'll, we'll get to that later on in the interview. Got down. That didn't work out. And then that's just how shit started really taking off for me. Okay, I got you. So what was your childhood like? Like, what were you into as a kid growing up? Oh, uh, I always been into like, uh, music and shit since I was a child. My daddy, he from New York, so he used to be, he instilled music in me. My sister, she was in a band, so I always was doing a little rap shit, you know what I'm saying? But when I turned like, well, well, like 13, I got my first, uh, I got my first, my first royalty shit from YouTube. Really? Like when I first started out, uh, I was rapping or whatever, but I had a real, real popular YouTube channel. That was before they started doing all the little copyright shit, you know. <laughs> I used to uh, post, I had, before, like, stuff like this, you see how they got, y'all got the vlog, whatever. Mm -hmm. I had a little channel, Four Migos and stuff, blow up. I used to post all them boy music and stuff like that. Then they took off, so my channel had no took off. I had like a million subscribers. Oh, damn. And I was 13 years old getting all them, I had um, monetized my videos. So, you know, you monetize when you get paid, mm -hmm. advertising show up on your videos. So I was like 13 years old, I had like five, ten thousand dollars Yeah, damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then they started coming out with a copyright, and that shit really had them stop. I used to post fights and all that stuff. That's how I got in this shit, but yeah, I had made, I was making a lot of money. I started out selling fireworks <laughs> in my hood. That was everybody know me from. In my hood, I was selling fireworks back then when that shit was uh, illegal. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Because yeah. you guys are not too far from Florida, right? We like 45 minutes from Florida or uh, Tallahassee. Well, 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 I'm from like, that we go to shop at Tallahassee. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I dig that. So when would you say you jumped off the porch? How old were you? I jumped out of the porch when I was probably like six, seven years old. I was selling fireworks to my brother, my big brother, my daddy. He had us selling fireworks. So I was six, seven years old with my, my big brother, he, my brother. Well, he just turned 32 about two weeks ago, so he like seven years older than me. So my brother was like 14, I was like six or seven when I jumped out the port, I was with him. I seen a lot of stuff when I was selling fireworks and just followed behind him. You know what I'm saying? A lot of my cousins that was my brother age, they end up catching murder charges and shit like that, and they still going to this day. Like my cousin, 
My cousin Nyson, he called a murder charge to what, 2008. He been gone 14 years. My cousin Peter called an armed robbery 2007. He been gone. All them boys been gone. Like all my brother homeboys, all them boys either dead or still in prison. So why'd you choose to go to Savannah State and what were you studying there? Shit, I chose to go to Savannah State. I really supposed to go to Full Sail. Okay. I supposed to went to Full Sail down in Orlando. But at the time, they didn't have no own campus living. So my daddy was like, he ain't believe in my music dream or whatever. So my daddy like, he, he told my mama, we ain't finna pay no out of state tuition. We ain't finna pay for them to go live in no apartment. So he gonna do something else. I had them got a scholarship for, um, the Art Institute up here, and instead I went to Savannah State, cause my other homeboy he ain't here right now. But uh, you remember, you know, man, I just got a phone with him. Man, my homeboy man, he was like a, uh, he was like a big brother to me. He taught me to go to Savannah State with them, and that was the worst decision I ever made. It was a good decision, but it was a bad decision at the same time. Why do you say it was a bad decision? Shit, I was at Savannah State for a. Uh, how long out that? A week and a half? I was at Savannah State two weeks. I shot somebody on the school campus. I did a school shooting. And this shit that was crazy. Why'd you shoot him? What happened? Was it self-defense? Yeah, it was self-defense. Uh, I'm gonna make a long story short. Uh, a, it was a dude from Atlanta. He was from up here. And I ain't even know he was hating on me before we even got to the school. But him and his homeboy tried to push up on me on some shit, like try to rob me or whatever. And um, I had been telling bro, I had them told him, boy, like, man, they knew I was scrapped up. They knew what I was on. I was like, man, bro, run up on me. I'm going to burn his ass. So goddamn, later on that night, we supposed to went to the studio. But instead, I went home. I supposed to have a party. I was with some of my lame-ass homeboy. They boy telling me, like, bro, if he run up on you, you better shoot him. So. He ran up on me, I shot him. Then when I shoot him, they tell me, bro, you should have never shot him, bro. I'm like, man, what, it's too late, no? Got them National Guard, everybody like that. They had the campus on lockdown. I had them on, I, I was hiding out about three hours. I was hiding out, and then I thought I was going to get away because I thought everybody at the school was going to keep it street. I shot the dude in front of like 20 people, but I'm thinking everybody going to keep it street. So I'm sitting, I'm hiding. I'm sitting up in an apartment just hiding or whatever. I get a call. I'm getting a whole bunch of call. People saying, like, they said the shooter was a tall dude with a low haircut. At the time, I had long dreads. So I'm like, shit, they don't know it, me. I'm watching the TV, me and my homeboy. I see my face pop up on the news. They had them went on my Instagram and got all my pictures. Oh, shit. Then my mama called me. She like, I just got a call from the... From the school, they saying you did a school shooting, this truth. Once they caught my mom, I was like, shit, it over. I might well turn myself in. So my cousin went downstairs to the, uh, what was it, uh, National Guard or something. Them, I forgot what it was, but the big time police, like, they had the campus on lockdown. And I told them, like, shit, I'm up in this apartment, I'm ready to turn myself in. And I ain't really think it was going to be how it was, because all my life, I'm thinking, like, self defense, you just, you can shoot somebody, self defense, you ain't going to go to jail. Man, shit. I thought I was going to go to the Savannah State Jail on campus. Man, them folks took my ass to the real jail. <laughs> I had them, they had them question me or whatever. I confessed to it. They took me to that damn jail, man. I thought I was going to go to juvenile because I was number 18. I ain't really know about the system. Man, them folks took my ass to the real jail. I went to first appearance. They denied my bun. I sat by the money and the half. And that was my case start unfolding. 
Like, they start realizing that it was self-defense because at first they ain't give me self-defense. They just thought I just shot the dude. But he really helped my case out because, shit, he hadn't told the police that he hit me and he ran up on me. And then I had, I had messages and shit showing him. He, he threatening me, somebody he going to do this and that when he see me. And that when the self-defense case ended up coming to the point. And I, and I fought that case on the street for like two, three years. Yeah, true. A long time though to have that yeah. hanging over your head. Yeah, you see, they they I had to fight it on the street for two, three years, and I had to walk light because I already my dad would tell him, like, son, the reason why they got you fighting on the street, cause they wait on you to mess up. He like, they wait on you to shoot somebody else, get caught with a gun or something like that. He was like, That shit was a long I had to fight that shit for a long time. And I finally I finally ended up getting a bullshit ass deal, listening to my lawyer. I shouldn't have listened to his ass. They had them came at me at the end of the at the end of the case, like none of the none of the uh, my, none of my uh, none of the people on the case, none of the witnesses showed up to court, none like that. My lawyer came to me. He was like, "Oh, uh, take five. He was like, "If you take it to trial, he was like you gonna beat you gonna beat the case. You gonna beat aggravated assault. He was like, but you gonna get found get on possession of firearm on convict on, on, on the school camp. He was like, shit, they gonna give you five years in prison for that. He was like, or you can take probation. All that." I told my dad, and my dad was like, son, shit, roll the dice, man, take, take the air to trial. I was like, five years in prison, go to uh, uh, probation. I said, shit, I took probation. I should never did that, that shit, a setup. How long they give you for probation then? A long time. I'm still on that shit You're now. You still on it now? real. That, God, I, I was just telling my little cousin, I took 10 year probation, whatever, well, 2020. That was in 2016. I'm still on that shit. I don't get out to 2026. When I took the probation, they told me, they were like, son, you do two years on probation, we'll let y'all early. Man, I did two years on probation. I went to the PO, like, shit, y'all gonna let me out? The PO told, the PO had wrote a letter of recommendation. He was like, oh, he told the people why I caught the charge. He was like, shit, we wanna let him off. he been doing good. Man, them folks told me, man, you, don't, you ain't getting out early on no violent charge. You gotta do all of your shit. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Shit. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So, still on that motherfucker, still riding it out, boy. I can't wait that I get out, boy. It's gonna be a celebration. <laughs> if not for real. real. And you're writing a book about the whole situation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting ready to um my home grab after I left Savannah State, I ended up transferring to Battle State. And that's okay. how I end up uh I ended up almost shooting somebody there too. <laughs> but I ain't do it that time. My homeboys I that time taught me out of it. But I met my homegirl, she, uh, she in school for that shit, publishing stuff. So I met up with her and we getting ready to drop my book on that case. I got a movie on it too. I done did two movies. That's how my YouTube channel started popping. When I'm 13 years old, I dropped my um, first movie and that bitch did like 250,000 views. I did a hood movie, like just walk around my hood, me and my homeboy, about 40 minutes long. 
I got two movies out. I'm going to get ready to drop a book. I just dropped my album on last week. I got a lot of music out. I just been working. Now I'm focused on the videos and stuff now. Uh, like you shooting videos yourself? Or? I used to. Okay. I used to. I used to do all that. I used to do videos, graphics, clothes. Like what I got on right now, I made this. Uh, my mid-take cover, I used to make that. I used to record. I used to do everything. Me and bro, he made beats. So he used to be at my house. After he left Savannah State, he came to Battle State too. And um, we used to be at my house. I got a song with Quando Rondo. He made that beat. And um, we just been working. Hit Pooh, he been on um, rap for a minute too. He was a big influence on me. Um, he he brought me around everybody in Atlanta. See, I ain't from Atlanta. The boy, they from the city. But I been around him probably since I was like, how long you been knowing me? About 15 years? At least 15 years, cause, cause try, try. No, Cameron, how old Cameron is? Cameron 13. So, so I been around him about 15 years. Yeah, since I was about seven years old. So he brought me around everybody in Atlanta. Like a lot of these rappers up here in Atlanta, he know him personally from being in the streets. That's how I met Pooh. And um, I just watching these boys, watching these boys all these years, and that's how I just molded myself, you know? I, got you. I always had advantage over the country boy where I'm from because I'm in the city with, all, with everybody. For sure. All right, so let, let's talk about that album then, The Blue Acorn, right? Yeah, my, um, I dropped my album Blue Acorn. I got the acorn tatted on my wrist right here, Blue Acorn. Um, my single that I'm pushing, I just shot a video to it um, last week. It's called Cowboy Crip. I wanted to do something different. Uh, the, the director of the video, he shoot for Kanye. He sh the director, they shoot for Kanye, ESPN. Um, you, probably ain't, you probably seen the show on Netflix that just dropped last week called uh, Title Town. Oh, they did that. that too. Uh, I, had a, I spent a pretty pit on that video, but it's going to be real good. Like I was driving on a tractor, all kind of stuff like that. That's going to be my biggest video. But I ain't going to drop it. I told myself I ain't going to drop it until I get 100,000 followers on Instagram. So I'm, at, I'm almost at like 70K right now. So okay. once I get it up there, I'm going to drop that. Everybody waiting on that video right there. Plug your IG so they can go follow you right now, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, my, my Instagram, at 3scratchkom on Twitter, at 3scratchkom. KOM stands for King of Moultrie. I got it on the back of my shirt, tatted on my chest. Yeah. KOM, King of Moultrie. Like, I call myself the King of Moultrie because like, when it comes to the music scene, I, I ain't no competition. Like, nobody from Moultrie got more stats than me. You know, yeah. like, All the rappers from Moultrie, they, they was under me at one point in time. Like, I brought the music team to Moultrie. Can't nobody from Moultrie say they rap and I ain't had no part in their career. You feel me? Okay. Everybody. I ain't even going to say them. I ain't going to drop no names, but everybody they know like if they dig deep in their heart i motivated everybody yeah. all right so how's the feedback been on the album so far since you dropped it it's been good i like everybody been telling me that like they feel like they're my best project because i was in a different state in my life like i only rap about what's going on in my life so my my music prior when i was just fully in the streets hustling that what my music about but now shit, i live in miami now i got them I'm taking flights every week. I'm on yachts and all shit like that. Like, I'm living life. So people like, well, we like how you rapping now, nah, cause you know what I'm saying? Like, I only speak facts in my music. Like, if I can't show you a Lamborghini, I ain't finna put that shit in my song. Like, but now I got the money to, I, I, I probably, I can't buy a Lamborghini, but I can go rent one, put it in the video. See, I don't be liking all that shit. The nigga be 
rapping about, oh, I got this amount of money, this and that, and you can't put it in the video, because I feel like your word is your bonds. My daddy from New York, so we, sh we, we really, we go hard on that, your word is your bond. You can't be talking about this and you can't show this. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how we are. Because it's your credibility, you know what I'm saying? Like, I tell people all the time, you can rap, but rapping is cool, but the world is based on visuals, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can have the best music ever, but you ain't got no video, you ain't showing these for what you really doing, ain't nobody gonna believe that shit, you know? Real shit, yeah. And you also got your own clothing line, right? Yeah, uh, Black Hippies Clothing. Uh, I ain't even brain on with me today, bro. My partner, he mad at me now because he want, he wants some of that shit. I ain't brain, I had forgot. But when my dog get out, my dog Booja, well, I got him on my, I got him on my, on, on my shorts. When he get out, we finna open up a store, like Black Hippie store. Like he started all that, but he locked up right now. He took some charges from me. So when we get out, we gonna open up a whole storefront and then he finna parole lot. So I gotta, I'm gonna give him legit a legit business, you know what I'm saying? So he ain't got to worry about going back to jail, you know? Yeah. Cause we trying to go all the way legit, this shit. Like we ain't trying to be going in and out of jail no more. For real. No, absolutely. Um, so are you signed or are you still doing this independent? Nah, I'm independent. I, I ain't signing. I ain't signing nobody. Cause I know how to do everything the labels know how to do. I know how to distribute all my music. I know how to get mixtape cover made, posters, all that. I know how to, I got DJs on, on standby to get the radio spins. Uh, I got graphic design, a lot of video directors, all that shit. Like, I don't need no label. Only thing a label can do for me is co-sign me. You know what I'm saying? But nowadays, you can pay for a co-sign, like the like situation with Young Blue and Boosie. Uh, he paid Boosie like 20000 for a co-sign. Hmm. And that's all it takes nowadays, like, for a big artist to see you and be like, oh yeah, I'm fucking with him. And you gonna take out. You don't need no, no label nowadays. It's all it takes, everybody they follow. Yeah, especially if you got your own bag, because that's yeah. really all they that's gonna all, do. That's all they care about nowadays, you got your own bag. Yeah. And I got my own bag, I just gotta get my music, I gotta get around the right people. Cause a lot of these niggas like, they be hang. Like they don't be, they'll help you, but they ain't gonna help you get bigger than them. They know you got potential to make it bigger than them. They ain't gonna, they gonna hold their nuts on you. And I've been around a lot of niggas that been holding nuts, for real. Not these boys, but other niggas that I know in the industry, they be holding nuts. They don't be trying to take you around nobody that really gonna change your life, cause they don't wanna see you go past them. Yeah, unless they can get paid off of it somehow. Yeah, unless they can get paid off. And they, they be trying to get paid. A couple weeks ago, we was at the studio um, with Rilo Rodriguez, uh, and um, his people had him told me he wanted 10000 But one of my partners, he told me that he just got a phone right on, he want 20000 So he was trying to cap a whole 10000 on me. I'm like, damn. I'm like, bro, I just talked to Rollo, he said he wanted 10. He like, nah, cuz, he want 20. I like, and I told my cousin, I'm like, bro, this nigga really tried to cap $10,000 on me, bro. That's wild. Try to, try to got him. Try to fuck nigga feed me, try to try me on some country bar shit. That's a hell of a tax. For real. <laughs> I wasn't going for that shit though. I don't never be going for that. He be, man, that boy tried it, boy. Yeah. That boy finna make a whole $10,000 off me just for nothing. For real. Just for plugging you in. That's if I'd wild. have been green. <laughs> All right, so what's some of your goals for your music career? What are you trying to get out of this? Um, shit, I'm just trying to. 
I'm trying to um, get to where like, I, already, I already got my own bag. I just want to get to the point where I get me a tour to where I'm going, doing shows, getting paid for shows every week, living on the road. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I always travel with other shit I got going on, but I'm trying to get on the, on the um, I'm trying to get on a tour. Like, I just dropped my album, and I'm trying to go on an indie tour, get my music out there, get it heard, and so I can start getting paid for show, because and what's the point of doing it? I get paid off my royalties and shit, but I'm, I'm ready to start doing shows now. Yeah. Once I start doing these shows and these features and shit, that would, I ain't really worrying about all the other shit. Like, I, get, I know how to get money. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing. Yeah, show money is where it's at, man. Yeah, for real, because... I mean, especially being independent, if I can get the way I'm doing, like, getting, like, 10000 a show and doing two, three shows a week, mm-hmm. man, shit. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Shit. Independent, for real. I, and I don't need no security and stuff. I bring my homeboys and me. Shit, I pay them boys. For real. I don't need no security. Cause these, and they, these security guards, they just getting paid. Like, okay, say somebody run up on you and try to kill you or something. Man, these security guards, some of them don't be cut like that. I know my homeboy, they gonna go though. Cause at the end of the day, somebody try him. I mean, somebody try me, they trying them. So we got a reputation to keep up. They ain't gonna let me go out bad. No, that's real. What else you working on right now? Three, what else coming up for you, man? Um, I got them videos dropping. When my homeboy come home, we gonna start on another, we gonna start on our next move. I already got it rolled out. It's called Crash Shot Season. Um, I got, I already got four albums already recorded. After I just dropped Blue Acorn, I got Money Over Love, and I got, uh, damn, I forgot the other one, but it's all on my laptop. I got four albums already recorded, so I really can just chill. That's why I said I'm going to try to go on tour. I got all the music recorded. Like, I really can just go on vacation for the next year, because I already got all the music recorded. And my cousin, he shoot all my videos. He up here in the city. So I'm just trying to get all my visuals together now. That's why I came on here to do this. I know this is gonna help. I, Cause that's all I be seeing. Like, I don't discovered a lot of artists off your own, off y'all shit. Like, for real. Just watching the interview, I don't discovered a lot of people. Yeah. Especially with a story that you got, man. People yeah. to See, into that. I already, that's why I want to come on here. Cause I already know, like, a lot of people that went to the school when we went there, they be like trying to see like where he went, like what happened to him. Yeah. So with me being on this platform, they can be like, damn, he still out here, like. Cause I just be chilling, you know. But when that, a lot of people watch this, so they can be like, "Damn, that bro right there, that's bro from Savannah State." Da, 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 da. Yeah, he, he still doing the thing. Uh, I just took the shit to another level now, though. Nah, for sure. All about elevation, man. Mm-hmm. For you real. Yeah. Shout out you like to give before we wrap it up. Oh yeah, man. I want to shout out to my hood, man. Southwest Mochi, man. I want to shout out to the whole Mochi. I want to shout out, uh, shout out all my. All my fans, all my supporters, man. I appreciate everything. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep elevating. I want to shout out my dog that came on the, on the show with me, support me, man. I appreciate it. I invited so many. I, I invited so many people, niggas from my hood, because, like, how I be, how I be thinking, like, shit, I invite everybody to stuff just so people from my hood can't say, oh, bro, you chain, you and this and that. I give everybody equal opportunity, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers don't come. So, get what? When this shit get colossal, Keep the same energy, bro. Don't you can't come to no show, this and that. Don't be trying to come around when this shit is colossal. Cause like, you know what I'm saying? You ain't support me when you ain't, you ain't support the vision. So when the, when this shit take off, keep the same energy. 
Oh, yeah. Good show. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.